You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Ian, look at this. What, it's a police box. What on earth is he doing here? Hey, these things are usually on the street. Oh, feel it. Feel it, you feel it? It's a faint vibration. It's alive. Earth Station Who, a fun mashup celebrating nearly 50 years of the Doctor Who universe. Hold tight, you never know where the TARDIS is going next. Doctor? I'm the doctor. <laughs> Basically, run. Hey there, listeners. Welcome to another episode of Earth Station Who. Well, technically, it is not just any other episode. This is episode 300, folks. <laughs> you know, we didn't think, you know, when we were getting ready to do Earth Station Who 300, that we'd really have anything to talk about. We just thought, you know, we might have one or two news stories, but my God, we have so (laughs) much to talk about. We have nothing but news. (laughs) Oh my God. Thanks, Russell. (laughs) Russell T. Davies at his best. So it's going to be a ton of fun to talk with you guys about this. I've been looking forward to this for quite some time already since they made the announcement about the 14th Doctor. And now we have some, you know, other news to talk about also so folks as we like to say if you don't want to be part of this tonight and if you don't want to be spoiled please put us on pause or don't watch the live video because we are on facebook hi facebook people (laughs) so it's awesome to see everybody and you know we're going to spoil the hell out of everything so please Anyone at home, please write us feedback at earthstationwho.com. Or if you want to talk to us here on Facebook, we will be monitoring it. And I think I'm going to assign Mr. Mike Gordon the uh, Facebook guidelines tonight. So he basically is going to be the moderator over there. Mm -hmm. So as we uh, get into the stories and talk about stuff and people, please feel free to jump in and ask questions and stuff. I've got a lot of people already. Yeah, we do. And, you know, we'd almost think we're popular or something. So I think it's pretty cool. And folks, um, oh, Nisha is jumping in already. So cool. So let's um, introduce everybody as we're going around. So as we are talking to you, of course, we have our regulars with us. Mr. Mike Gordon is here. Howdy. 300 of these, my friend. 300. My goodness. Not to mention all the ones that we, you know, did before on just regular Earth Station 1. I mean, it's been it's been a long, strange road, but a fun one. A fun one. <laughs> wow. You could Stranger quote, all the time. <laughs> I know. I was going to say you could quote the Grateful Dead there. You know, what a strong, strange, long trip it's been. So it's pretty cool. And, of course, Mary Ogle is here, too. Hi, everybody. It is fantastic to be here. And so, awesome. We are going to be talking all about 
Doctor Who tonight, and we have our regulars. But we have a few guests with us, of course. Of course, we couldn't do a live show without Melanie here, so it's pretty darn awesome. So, Becoming the live fixture. I love this. This is this awesome. Is awesome. <laughs> you are a good luck charm when we do things live, so, you know, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> Oh, no, that means there's going to be more news all of a sudden? <laughs> exactly. No, no, no pressure. <laughs> Can't yes. take any more. Hot off the presses right here. <laughs> no, Captain Jack is – no, just kidding. I won't, Hell's won't even freezing over. Exactly. Christopher Eccleston has a signed on now. Yeah. As the room goes silent. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, we got Mike Faulkner here. Mr. Faulkner, welcome back, sir. Hey, thanks for having me. So episode, episode 300 – does that mean I have to get a spear and take off my shirt? No, we're no wrong friend. No, please don't. Do it. No, we're, we're going to spare that to, from the audience. Oil no. yourself up. <laughs> exactly. No, no, no. Let me like, put the baby oil away. Hang on. Exactly. No, you, Mike, you know you're going to be one of them that they leave behind when they go out to battle. <laughs> we only have room for 300. You're number 301. Sorry, bud. <laughs> Damn it. I missed the draft again. Yeah. <laughs> And of course, returning back to the show, we got Nisha. Welcome back. Uh, we are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Okay. No, there we go. Couldn't hear you first. Yay! It's good to have you back. So we've got a great, great crew, and it's going to be a ton of fun to talk all about this. Of course, if you are listening at home, please, you know. Thank you for listening. And, of course, you guys can subscribe to us up on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Earth Station Who is there, too. We're with the big boys now. We passed 300 episodes. I think that's pretty awesome. God, in the last couple of weeks, we did our 10th anniversary, and it only took us 10 years to get 300 episodes under the belt. That's not too shabby. I think it's pretty cool to be able to say, we made it to 300. Now let's go on to 600. That's it. So that's a lot of big finish we're going to have to review. Because, <laughs> you know, Trial of the Time Lord is still floating out there somewhere. So we don't want to. Probably got enough big finish to keep us <laughs> busy. I hope so. I really hope so. Because I'm having, I'm having <laughs> Put fun. Put that to the test. <laughs> and, you, you know, Earth Station Who spun off of, a, of Earth Station 1 because people said, hey, you're talking too much Doctor Who on the show. So we said, okay, we'll do a Doctor Who podcast instead. Yeah. You were like, is that possible? Yeah, there, there can never be too much Doctor Who. Exactly. We must have known Graham was coming. So, it, you know, we knew at the time. <laughs> so it's awesome. So. It's going to be a ton of fun to talk about everything that's going on with everybody tonight. Um, like we said, spoilers ahead. So let's start in with, you know. Before, before we start, Mike, I right. just want to, uh, I think Elizabeth uh, had a really good comment here. She said, I love and hate talking about a new doctor. I'm excited for a new doctor, but I'm already missing the last. Oh, I agree completely. Aww. That I agree completely with. Yeah, Jody is, she, she's been robbed. You know, I've said it a couple times. Um, she is an amazing actress, and I think she put all she could into the series. And tonight, I'm not going to try to bash Chibnall once. Maybe three or four times, but not <laughs> once. But, yeah, I'm not even making that promise. It never works. <laughs> yeah. No, but, you know, and I agree with Elizabeth um, totally. You know, I would I would have loved to seen um, Jody with RTD. I would have... Yeah. Love to see what he could have done with her character. Mm -hmm. And there's so much potential there. And, you know, 
hopefully we'll get big finish with her at least. And, you know, so we'll see. So this is going to be real interesting too, because we have, as we like to say, we have the new doctor coming on, but you know, we're getting very sparse doctor who, cause we're getting doctor who for the hundredth BBC anniversary in October. Then we are not getting new doctor who again until the following November for the 60th anniversary special. Uh, but are we sure about that? Yeah. That's I'm, what, that's what they, are we sure? That's what they've kind of said. I mean, that's, that's the official, yes, yeah. but are we sure? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm saying what I'm, I'm picturing. <laughs> this is Mike Faber talking. So, you know, it's what I'm picturing. And then from what rumor I've heard is we're going to get the 60th anniversary and then we're going to get the new series yearly starting in the spring is from what they're saying. So they're going to have, he's, because uh, Russell is trying to get new Doctor Who uh, back on track where it's new new seasons once a year. So to help build the momentum again. So by doing that, he's only going to give us one for a year and a half. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but are we sure? I'm, I'm also in the skeptical. Running. Yeah, I'm also in the skeptical boat because, I mean, it's Russell T. Davies who's been really secretive and – that's a long time to wait, especially yeah. with all the new money and the new blood that's being you know pumped into this franchise at this point. Right. I, I, they're, yeah. they're actually starting filming awfully early if they're not going to show it till November yeah, for for an entire year. A week yeah. from now, yeah, I'm I'm thinking the same. First first, real quick, this is my first show back on any show whatsoever in eleven months. Because I love yeah. this team of people. I was like, dude, I got I got to talk Doctor Who with Mike and Melanie and Mary and Mike and my mother and everybody. So, yeah. <laughs> and I am actually still in the hospital. <laughs> I just so I just <laughs> working, but it's okay. They don't. We know love that. you for it too, yeah. and we're glad to have you yeah. back. We're so Absolutely. glad you're so glad to have you back. So let's introduce folks to the new doctor you know i think that's the best way to do it and i think we are going to have a ton of fun you know mispronouncing his name left and right and you know but it's shooty but you know it's not that bad no. shooty got one. you you, you sh- it's funny hearing on youtube though all the different you doctor who places mispronouncing his name and it's like god if i was drinking every time they would mispronounce his name (laughs) i don't think i would have even made it through the first day that's what it feels like when the shoe's on the other foot right yeah (laughs) you know now i know now i i sympathize with you folks at home when i read you know on my show so it's good so it's a pretty interesting what do you guys think of the pick let's start off right there you know are you guys you know intrigued by it i know some people you know overall i've heard very positive i have heard very positive Mm. about the pick and i've never seen sex education so Mm -hmm. i don't want to say i've seen him in anything before but that's okay you know i'd rather come Mm -hmm. in blind i never saw matt smith in anything i never saw david well i saw david Tennant in harry potter but you know yeah, that's not much. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I'd rather come in blind with a new doctor. And so this is cool. I don't have any preconceived, mm-hmm. you know, the only one I had seen a ton, ton of before was Jody and Peter. And so, 
it's going to be very interesting to see, you know, what we're going to get here. I went and watched some clips of him on YouTube because I had not seen him in anything either. He's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, even in these little clips I was watching, he just draws you in. I, I think he's going to make an amazing doctor. I really do. That is awesome. Yeah. I mean, he has quite a few BAFTAs under his belt because of it and because of his other work too. So I think that that says a lot for in terms of his acumen and his ability to draw in a and connect to the audience. Mm-hmm. So I've only seen like two episodes of Sex Education, to be honest with you. So I don't know it that well. But you know, I'm you know I'm excited. <laughs> you know I am. I, so I'm so excited for this change. Matt Matt Sweatman says I think Sex Sex Education is the uh, now most streamed series by Doctor Who fans. Probably. I'm sure it is. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Netflix sure. was sure there was a huge bump in the ratings. Yeah. I, I oh. think I think when I when Mike Faber and I were talking about this this casting and, and we both were like, who? Wait, that's the best sign we've got. We have no idea who this this guy is, you know. And and he didn't even appear in like the the betting pools that kept going around. His name never appeared in any of the the rumors. So it was just completely out of nowhere. Just pulled this this name out of a hat, and there he was. And I caught I think it was a compilation of of clips from Sex Education on on Facebook, and I I was just blown away. He has he has. Tennant and Smith energy, and he, it's just yeah. you know yeah. he's he's going to be one of those those you know, up in your face, just bubbly doctors, and I'm so ready for that with with the um, to bring that kind of energy back to the show. I uh, I have not seen his work either, but just looking at the uh, photos I've seen of him and seeing the interviews that he's done with the press release information. Um, uh, first of all, I was not surprised that Russell picked a young, good-looking gentleman, because I figured that's what he was going to do, and, and that, that works. Um, and he's got a, you know, he looks like he's, uh, he looks like he is one that's, that's grateful for the opportunity and excited about the um, adventure ahead, and, and that, to me, is is good good as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's, he was a fan already, and it shows. I think he himself is very excited about this this whole venture and i yeah i'm thrilled that it's somebody actually that that we don't know very well because that that just gives him such license to to bring his own energy and spirit to the role i am so looking forward to it i am so thrilled they chose a person of color finally Mm -hmm. yes it's about Mm -hmm. time yep uh it's way past time but yeah i i am just i gotta say i i it is so nice to just be excited about Dr. Who again. <laughs> oh, yeah, very much so. And it's going to be – I'm excited because we don't know what to expect. We don't know what kind of character. Is he going to be a good man or is he going to be – no, just I – mean, uh, but he, he he's – we don't know what to expect. We don't know – what you know because you could see pictures of him and i've seen so many different costumes for him to be in already and it's like let him let's see what the official costume is going to be and god please let his tardis be so much more attractive than jody's interior (laughs) just brighter brighter would be nice brighter (laughs) i want to see the round things back hello interior Yes. I want round things. I mean, even if it, if it, even if his costume has a little bit, because 
learning that, you know, we got a new doctor. And of course, I didn't have no idea. I never saw any of sex education. I don't know his background, anything like that. I did the Wikipedia thing and went, okay, he was originally from Rwanda. He moved to Scotland. He's won BAFTAs. Da, 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 da. So it'd be kind of neat to know if is his costume going to have any of that that fabric or anything like from showing that, you know, cause he is, a, we've got a person of color. That's, that's, that's a doctor. So will he have any of that Rwanda kind of flair in his costume? Kind of like the, the African kind of patterns were in Dr. Ruth's, but really cool with the pea coat and everything. Are we going to get that? So for me, it's like my color palette is even more out there of what they could do costuming wise. What are they going to do interior wise? It's like, there's so much you can pick and choose and be inspired from now because you have this, wonderful palette that if you even want to go that way i i don't know i'm just excited because there's so many question marks finally so. yeah and i hope he he's allowed to keep somewhat i mean doesn't have to be very thick of course but um the the scottish accent mm-hmm. as i was saying on um i think uh when we were doing our review of the uh ninth doctor big finish that we just did which involved like a pretty much all scottish cast um i just love that accent <laughs> so uh it's one of my favorite of the the english accents uh and uh uh yeah that would be that would be pretty awesome that's why outlander is so popular come on it's the accents right, it's all the accents. That's right. It's all- i mean it's a good show <laughs> oh, it's, oh it's an awesome show <laughs> it's a good show but okay it is it is but you it's- know what i'm i'm gonna like kind of tap on something that may be out there but you know what you know the character that he plays in sex education is an openly gay character but you know, she doesn't has never addressed that. And he doesn't no no person has to. They're who whatever they are, they choose to be gender wise, whatever role they have, it's perfectly everyone's will. So I'm really excited about having someone that there's no specific gender identity for. I know that sounds kind of strange, but I'm like I love the idea of not having not this is an unknown and letting it be what it is. Does that make sense? But this is a brand new being character we're going to get it from top to bottom and i love the idea of no expectations because i i'm really excited about that because that's what we need to be able to that's what doctor who is right there's absolutely no expectations with the doctor mm-hmm. whatsoever and so we shouldn't be having them because the doctor's an unexpected character in every shape or form Exactly. And so what about the doctor's sexuality? It shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter what the actor's playing Mm -hmm. the sexuality. It doesn't involve it. As long as the stories are good, I'm looking forward to it. And, you know, and we don't get another Colin Baker. I'll be great. You know, (laughs) I just, I want to know if he's going to be ginger. Oh, can he be ginger? Can we have some? Ginger as well. Hey, the Scottish accent goes with the ginger here. Let's see. Because <laughs> we've already seen photos of him, you know, being blonde. No, 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 so that's true. That's true. that blonde look would smash it. The, the one it. thing that actually surprised me with him is he's not very tall. He kind of, you know, he's probably like Sylvester McCoy height, and which mm-hmm. is nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. and everything. And so. I'm going to be very curious to see. And please, how many apple boxes he has to sit on? Ex- step on. I wasn't going to go there, Mike. But you no, know. it's true. I mean, that's what they usually do. I mean, they they never really look as uh, small on screen as they are in person. Book of Boba Fett. I mean, you had actors that are five four, five seven, five eight. Yeah, whatever yeah. size Danny Trejo is, because I know he is not. Vertically, he, I mean, he's not tall. I've met him. He goes like five, six, or five, seven. Yeah, so he's been next to him enough times. So mm. you can always kind of 
Five, casts that same range so you can have shoot a little low and you're like yeah but that's you know six why do they one. keep on yeah. shooting upward from the ground i don't know why <laughs> why is that <laughs> i look tall exactly but yeah sharp people can't be heroes i mean come on <laughs> we just absolutely yeah how about exactly just, the point let him be what he is <laughs> they went for an actor who can I, i'm not saying anything because i adore every doctor so far but they also chose someone who has full acting acumen you know and he's going to bring the, him their themselves to the character i just love this concept of having again no role assumptions even the height it's like why does why do they have to be anything you know exactly yeah, yeah i love it i love it no exactly i think it's pretty awesome that she's you know that we're getting this you know i would have loved to have seen another female doctor but yeah Further down the road, we'll get another female doctor. Mm -hmm. And, you know, but I'm glad they're taking chances and I'm glad to see them moving forward in a positive way. And people are excited about it. You know, and, you know, here's my. And and those people who are not, we don't have time for them. No, we don't. No. No, please. If -hmm. you're not excited about it and if you're not, you know, you're not a Doctor Who fan. You're not. You're. Well, you're, you're missing the point. You're yeah, exactly. Point. As, as we keep we on always, as always, we've always said on the show, Doctor Who is about change and evolution. It always constantly changes. It never stays the same. In the whole 58 years the show has been on the air, it has all, always moved forward. You know, it has taken chances. It has, you know, sometimes for the better, sometimes for the worse, but it's always taken chances and sometimes hasn't played it as safe as some people would like or had the same kind of characters they would like. But you know what? We're getting some amazing stories and we've had some amazing characters and amazing actors on the show over this time. And I think it's going to continue. And I think, uh, I think we can also say, I mean, I feel pretty confident too with this casting, um, a, it's not stunt casting uh, because Russell T just doesn't do that. He doesn't believe in that. And whatever you want to say about Russell T's time before as a showrunner, uh, the one thing I think that he did better than uh, a lot of folks is that he always uh, cast really good actors as uh, characters and really characters that might not have meant to be more than one episode or more than a scene or two, but because of the actor and what they did with that role, they be they went on to do more and more and more and become more and more active and become some of the most beloved actors of the franchise. So uh, I'm I, I know that if if Russell T Davies is casting someone, then I have pretty confidence in that person, in that person's abilities, and in Russell T's abilities to use him uh, to his full potential. Agreed. I can't yeah. disagree with that, Mikey. That's a great statement, yeah. and you know. Here's moving forward. And you know what? I'm wishing, you know, Shooty the best. And I'm looking forward to it. And and always people who always ask me, who's your favorite doctor? And I usually go, whoever's the current doctor. And because it's, it's the same character. It's just a different actor playing it. And, you know, it's always... This, it's always interesting to see how they change and everything. There's certain times I don't like what the do- the actor's doing with the doctor and such, and that's been every actor on the series, even some of my favorites 
have done episodes that I didn't care for. But overall, I still love Doctor Who. That's why I've done this for 300 episodes, folks. <laughs> Come on. Even even in the, the darkest times, like, I won't, I won't quote that. Okay, yes, I will. Chibnall's era. Um, wow. We're, we're still talking about it. That's that's the point, though, right? I mean, we're, we're not... Even though we point out the, the negatives along the way, right? We say, okay, this isn't my era. This isn't the, the, the thing I enjoy the most out of Doctor Who. We're still engaged. We're still talking about it. We're still looking forward and saying, how can we make this better? And what, what are the highlights out of it? And now as we're looking forward to this new change, which is what the show is all about, mm-hmm. we're all excited about it. You know, not, not because we're kicking to the curb the past. We're saying the show is evolving and continuing to grow. We're going to talk about it for another, you know, another, a uh, few years and wait for another change to come along. It's it's beautiful. Well, the cool thing about you know them also casting Shooty, it also opens a whole new generation of young kids who mm-hmm. now can go, hey, the doctor looks like me. Mm-hmm. I can be the doctor. Yes. But you also had that with Jody's doctor too, yep. and I think you know, and that's inspiring. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. We could be we could be inspiring the next doctor number twenty, doctor number twenty four, you know, or something. You absolutely are. It's so funny you said that because you know my daughter's going to be twenty nine this year. And No she, way. <laughs> can you imagine that little pequeño? That little pequeño? <laughs> <laughs> Oh sorry, Joti, I said that out loud on, on air. Everybody knows your ear, Joti. But because <laughs> she's this big. So the thing is, she looked at Shuri's age and she said, oh, my gosh, he's literally my age. This is crazy. I could be the doctor. It's so <laughs> nuts that she said it because she said that. And I was like, yeah, well, you could be if you wanted to be. There's absolutely no, no, there's nothing to keep you from being anything that you want to be. And this character, as we move forward with the incarnations of the doctor, Look, you know me. You know I've said this forever. The Doctor was written to change. The Doctor was written to be a completely different being at all times, no matter what incarnation, what parallel universe, right? So, therefore, the possibility for every generation is is that that they are the people who can be the Doctor. And that, I think this opens up that window of possibility and dreaming, <laughs> which is what, jo- for me, Jody was a lot about that, you know? And then now we have that more. Well, they set the precedence for that really way back with the second doctor when he was getting ready to regenerate at the end of War Games. And the Time Lords were forcing his regeneration and they were showing all these different people and everything. And then, you know, they never showed him turning into Pertwee. And, you know, they just had him fade away with all these different people around showing that the doctor can be anybody it could be the person sitting on the bus next to you it could be your school teacher it could be your best friend the doctor could be anyone and that's what they're proving is the doctor could be anybody and anybody can be the doctor which is pretty darn awesome another thing that's awesome is that uh nisha just blew everybody's mind in the chat because they can't believe that she uh has someone who's 29 years old (laughs) (laughs) Okay, should I blow your mind even more? My son. He says. He says you look twenty nine yourself. (laughs) My son's thirty two, guys. So yeah. (laughs) Wow. Um, That kind of that kind of also ties into those something I've seen as a as a like a lot of people are commenting like this is their first doctor that's younger than them. 
the first actor that's playing the doctor that's younger than oh, them. I've had and that so for a, lot, a long time. And I know a lot of people are, are, <laughs> feeling, are feeling like, wow, this is so weird. Um, but yeah, mine, I think David was mine. Uh, David was my first doctor that was younger than, uh, played by an actor that was younger than me. And it is an odd thing. I mean, it really is like, that does let you know, hey, I'm getting older with this franchise. I would say something about that with, you know, finding when some things are like when athletes are younger than you, people winning the Super Bowl or, you know, Playboy Playmates are younger than you. And that was like, that's when I started feeling old. And then when the doctor, the actor who's playing the doctor is younger than you, mm-hmm. that's like, okay, let me just get my Walker and my AARP membership. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, J- Jody's Jody's my age, and and to see that you know Shooty was is the first actor cast as the Doctor who was born after the classic series ended. I'm like, oh, ow! <laughs> yeah, because I think he was only like 12 years old when Doctor Who came back. Yeah, in ninety yeah, in two thousand five. Yeah, I mean Matt was 26 when he started, but let's yeah. count back. Here yeah. <laughs> no, we don't, we don't do while, math on the show very well. Okay. For a while, with new <laughs> that's why we have stuff, academics they here. Just, they were just going to get younger and younger, <laughs> which right. sort of happened. Uh, but then, you know, uh, Peter wonderfully threw a monkey wrench into all that, yeah. which is okay, which is quite okay. So, I think we're in for a lot of fun with that. Yeah, that's and, all the real news. So I think that's it, right? Okay, we don't have anything else to talk about. So. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing, like, nothing that, else. That, that's that's a big news enough, right? There's yeah. nothing else that's no. really no. Big, like said, no. right? It's all no. good. That's it. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Everyone, just open up social media and get a blast in the face of all the <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about Yasmin yet? Sure. Yeah. Go she for it. She was announced. She was announced. That's yep. crazy. That's just incredible. This is going to be an incredible pairing. First of all, just looking at the pictures of everyone on set was like, ah, you know, <laughs> and seeing the whole noble. Well, that was announced too, right, people? Am I allowed yeah. to say that? Yeah. We, yeah. we said we were going to blow it, so yeah. let's do it. But also, you know, you know folks. You know the news and then no. <laughs> we'll talk about it after. No, let's, you know, they, we can, let's do that first. They did announce the new companion mm-hmm. and, but it's been falsely reported in some ways because they were say, you know, places like variety and, you know, yeah. folks who don't know Dr. Who are since her first, the new character's first name is Rose. They're already assuming she's Rose Tyler. And it's like, no, she's not. She's not. Thank God. Yeah. No, she's not. Variety <laughs> had put that as their headline, and then they went back and changed their headline. But unfortunately, their, your, your, their URL still had the original headline. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And they realized because too many people were starting to complain to them about it. And I'm looking forward to it. Um Let's go with it, folks. Let's start running with this because this is another actress I don't know from, from Adam, you know, and I'm glad with that. And I'm very, very happy that, you know, she looks awesome from the pictures of the stills from the 60th anniversary, but also pictures of her character herself. Very nice young lady and uh, supposedly is supposed to be Donna's daughter is what the rumor is going around. 
And even showing pictures in the 60th anniversary, you know, with Donna, with her arm around, you know, her and stuff like that. So, you know, it's very possible. And and looking back to representation again, uh, she's also the second confirmed transgender actor cast in Doctor Who and the first potential companion. I don't, is she, is she going to travel with, with the 14th doctor? Do we know well, that for they certain? Haven't or, actually, you know, they haven't yeah. confirmed that. Yeah. We, yeah. But I mean, yeah. she seems to be a major character. I mean, she's been announced by, by the BBC and by, by Russell T Davies. So she's, mm-hmm. she's got major gravitas as a character. And it's like, that is amazing to have that level of, of, uh, of representation, you know, coming at us, on top of the the fourteenth doctor's announcement, yes, now we've got absolutely. her as well. Yeah, just, this is wow. amazing. I <laughs> yeah. think being, I'm so excited. But from the pictures, I mean, the scenes include the no. Am I allowed to say that too? Who's included in those scenes? I don't sure. Know. Yeah. Sure. I, They're everywhere. I mean, I try yeah, to get you can't avoid wall. it. So we're good. We're just talking. <laughs> I mean, yeah. literally, Rose's characters with the whole noble family. So, you know, it's like, hey, and all of them are there, which made my heart so happy. <laughs> yeah, mom, mom grandpa, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was super yes. excited. I, I love the concept of. Her, but but a, a time wise, unless this is a time loop, which hey, it's Doctor Who, so whatever, <laughs> you know, I'm not sure that that would work unless they're they're a very young character. So I'm not sure, but I, I will use the opportunity it. here to say that looking at all the pictures that I've seen of David Tennant and and his character, as well as uh, the fact that he's with Donna and family, and they've got this uh, this. Uh, Donna's child and everything. I think, you know, with Flux, Chibnall really opened the door to the multiverse concept in Doctor Who. And I really believe that this is a multiverse. This is another version of uh, 10 or a doctor um, that is with Donna. So there's all the other rules of her not being able to like our Donna, not being able to remember anything or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think that's all off the table. As far as this stuff is concerned, I have no idea really. I mean, that's just a guess, but um, you know, with, it's a very good guess. With, Mm -hmm. with everybody, you know, doing multiverses now, thanks Marvel. Um, (laughs) uh, you know, it just seems to me that it's a great opportunity to play around, um, as Russell likes to do. Um, and so, yeah, why not another version of David Tennant's doctor? Possibility. It could also be that the regenerations somehow went wrong or going wrong. And that uh, she somehow she she goes backwards instead of forwards, even though she's not supposed I've, to. I've heard that rumor, and I just like no. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I think it's no. got as much validity as anything else at this point. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, what was the one that you, you told me about last night, Mike? Uh, where she regenerates into two people. She regenerates when, into Tenet and then into Shooty's Doctor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I've also like, heard she regenerates yeah. into Tenet. Tenet regenerates into Matt Smith. <laughs> That Smith regenerates into somebody else. <laughs> and it goes, so if oh, I get a Dr. Donna, I'm happy. I'll take that. Thank you. I'll take a Dr. Donna. Me. Then, yeah. then we have Ginger, and then I'm happy. We're good. You know, my, my personal <laughs> theories now are all looking really good if we're looking at this multi-regeneration thing. Okay, so it's not, like this, it's not like this is precedent sunny if it happens. Don't you remember during Tenant's age, we had a multiverse, technically? So it's not true. like this. Yeah. And it was true. literally in Tenant's world. Pete's world, exactly. It was Pete's yeah. world. That's what I'm telling you. So in the other world, who the heck knows what happened? Because there's another Rose is there. So, you know, 
Exactly. It could yeah. be Doctor Hand. We don't know. and also Joe Martin is established oh, as an alternate I'm timeline. I'm so excited so. about Joe Martin coming back somehow, some way. Have they That's established it. Joe Martin's Doctor as an alternate timeline yet? So, well, no, not yet. No. Not yet. Sort of. Yes and no. <laughs> They've hinted at it, but is it a, is it assumed because of the timeless child, or is it you know not so? Chibnall is leaving so many loose ends. It's like a big pot of spaghetti. Yeah, well, just... Chibnall basically said, I don't care. I don't know either. I Looking like Mr. Fantastic and Dr. Strange. I got it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and and, I, and I, I don't know. Nice. Spoilers. Chibnall's pouting because he got kicked out of the sandbox. He's like, fine, I'm just taking my toys and leaving them here and I'm going home. You know what? I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if Chibnall's playing coy or if he's really just going to leave this whole thing on the table and be like, I'm done. I'm out. See ya. Have fun. Um, because we, you know, from, from the trailer for the 60th or for the, the sun, whatever it is, BBC centenary, um, the, you know, there is the effect that, you know, it it looks like Jody's regenerating, but it's the same special effect they used for the fob watch when it opened the first time that she's got from, uh, from division. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if she does open it, gets that flood of memories. We get some kind of answer from it to say goodbye to Chibnall's era, but so I, I never had, yeah, I've stopped having expectations about Chibnall's era a while ago. As a storyline, that would make so much sense, but it probably won't happen because it should. Oh, all right. So right. I, I, if it I, makes I, sense as a storyline, I'm almost assured it will not happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. That was your answer. So. There you go. <laughs> Who knows? But either, but either way, I mean, it's exciting. I mean, uh, you know, no matter, I mean, because we're all here, we are speculating. We've seen like, you know, endless possibilities of what could be happening, what not could be happening. You know, are our expectations going to be, dis- I mean, met with disappointment? I mean, that's possible. It's but, chipping, um, of course. No, no, no I mean, not, no. Not, not, I'm oh, not talking okay. about, you know, I'm talking about what, what Russell's doing. Yeah. Um, because of all that stuff coming, I mean, look, who can't be, I, you know, I know that there's people out there that don't like him, but fact of the matter is that David Tennant in, in, in all the franchise is one of the most popular doctors ever. Um, so mm-hmm. putting him in this in some capacity is a very smart move. Um, and again, you know, with David and Russell working together, I have no doubt it's going to be interesting and exciting. I'm, I'm very uh, excited to see that. Um, Donna also has a huge fan base. So, and a lot of people who are thinking, you know, are are not happy with the way her story ended. So Mm -hmm. this could be a way to address that in some ways. So I think, um, I think it all speaks for some really good stuff that's uh, potentially going to happen. I I do have some fears though, because, you know, it's going to be, allegedly shoot got was first outing as the doctor as a 14th. Oh, right. This and is so a, like, yeah. so, I mean, yeah, it's going to bring a lot of eyes to it because, okay, we got the, we got the 10th doctor. We got Donna, we got all this stuff together. Wilf, obese on my heart. Um, I was then, so excited by that. I know. But I mean, is it over going to overshadow shoot got was outing, you know, premier outing and that, right. I hope that Russell T Davies can manage all those pieces and actually make it a good outing so that we're, we're hooked and come back for you know, episode two with the 14th doctor. Right. Well, We've never had a multi-doctor story and a regeneration at the same at the time. time. And that yeah. does, you know, a lot of times it does, you know, speak to like, well, usually you want to, let's just sort of let that new actor take it first and for a little while, right. Take mm-hmm. it for a test drive. Um, but yeah, 14 doesn't get that option. 
And so right off the bat, he's going to have to, he's going to have to, they're going to figure a way to make him stand out. Well, I mean, you think about you had, sorry, I was going to say, well, you also had that, that kind of happened to Capaldi when, when Clara got on the phone and suddenly there's 11 talking to her. And I know for me, I was kind of in a, okay, do you really need to get all the fans to let, have Matt Smith tell the fans, no, it's okay. You can go to this next doctor. I kind of, that, it, it, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. So I hope that's not going to happen with Shooty, but I have to also say that it's, I have not heard so many people all of a sudden talking about Doctor Who again and being excited about Doctor Who. But they're, exci- a lot of but they're excited because of Tenet, though. They That's jump the back thing. on this bandwagon and well, the wheels well, are going to fall. So many people. We're not used to a lot of people are excited about shooting. Yeah. Oh, they are. They are. Absolutely. But, but I cannot go two scrolls on Facebook without seeing pictures of Tenet on set. You know, and I'm surprised you, it's just one after the other was so quick. Yeah, but but you know, to be fair, when it when it, when it was uh, accidentally released that you know Baker was going to be in fifty, how many people like that kind of overshadowed everybody else? And there were like a lot of other good actors in there too. But you know, at the end, a lot of people are just talking about, oh man, Tom, right? But like it, Tom, like it, that's what you know when you've got a figure that that is that that major to the franchise, it, it you know it, it it's going to overshadow some things, but. It's if if they're smart, and I think Russell T is, you know, he can navigate through this and still um, make it work for them. Well, this is uh, one of the reasons why I think there's going to be more than one in in 2023. Oh, I or we, I bet we're going to get a Christmas special, and I bet we're going to get at least one, and maybe even a bridge between that and the 60th, because I they are so. shoot, because oh, they are filming God, so so early. Uh, and and I think that's one of one of the ways that um, Russell T is going to try not to overshadow Shooty's regeneration because I think he will probably regenerate in the 60th into him into this in the 60th anniversary. But I bet we're going to have one or two specials before that. It'd be nice to see that. I would love. I to mean, see maybe that. that's my wishful thinking, but I hope so. I'm hoping so too. I really yeah. am. Yeah, because a year is a long time to go between. Absolutely. Yeah, and so we've done it. <laughs> oh, trust Multiple us. Times. Yes, and, all, and of, I can, all of us have suffered through it. So yes, yeah, so we know. And I, and and I so, can see a, a year lead time, a year and a half lead time on this episode if it's got a lot of special effects, like the fiftieth did. Um, you know, a lot of big explosions and big stuff going on. But I mean, that's a lot of downtime. You know, once the filming's wrapped. And you've got all these actors on board. It's like, okay, let's shoot some normal episodes over here and fill these all the time. I know we're going to be surprised with the anniversary special. Mm-hmm. Now, think about it. The biggest, two best kept secrets for the 50th was the return of Paul McGann as the doctor. And then Capaldi, you know, you know, when they showed 12 doctors, no, 13. And it's like, that was just awesome. And you know, saw Dr. Angry Eyes for the first time. It was awesome. So it was cool. And I'm hoping we're going to get that. And I don't want to be, you know, yeah, we're getting all these daily, you know, new companion, the new people returning and stuff. And I'm hoping we're going to be surprised. I don't want it all blown for me. And but it's hard when they're filming out in public too, because mm-hmm. everyone has their 
phones now and can and record and there's no way that they can you know stop everybody in on a crowded public street yeah. from recording and everything probably yeah. that, that exacerbated them trying to say look we need to put a we need to put a, a thing in pr out there saying it's uh, tate and tenant they're back blah 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 because they it's going to come out one way or another yeah, that's why I think they're announcing all this they ha- they, because they're trying to get ahead of it. They were filming on a closed set that night. So they're also, they're, they've still got things they're keeping under wraps. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm hoping okay. one of them, especially with the, the uh, classic companions that are coming in the in the, uh, the sixth or the centenary special. I'm really hoping that, uh, that's going to continue to build a little bit. Maybe we'll get like Paul McGann back for the 60th or, you know, other companions back for the 60th. And yeah, please. Wow. <laughs> you know, let's, let's, I mean, let's not like bury the new kid in the 60s, <laughs> right? Like, like let's not, um, you know, let's not make him a guest star in his own, his first premiere that's, outing. But, um, but RTG that, likes, likes to make his doctors a guest star in their first outing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tenet slept true. his whole, whole first episode. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's not true. Yeah, yeah. Well, that might be. But, um, look, I will say that, uh, you know, like, like uh, looking at the Facebook group, Matt points out tons of guests for BBC 100th. Tons of guests for Who's 60th, Jimmel's finale, Jody's finale, New Doctor, RTD's return. That's a lot to digest and still present present compelling stories. Um, yeah, I mean, we just hope that it's not um, all gimmicky, right? Oh, I hope not. Um, so what, the run, you know, what would the runtime be? <laughs> Good Three question. and a half days. <laughs> well, they, they, they've said the 60th will be, quote unquote, feature length. <laughs> No. <laughs> well, these days that's over two hours. Yeah, yeah it's not. It, usually, that means an hour with Doctor Who. I think that they have that. The sometimes it means ninety to minutes make, to make this the the sixtieth an actual feature film if they so chose to. And I think uh, it's just me throwing it out there, but I would have gone to a theater to see it in the, in its full form, so it's not cut, you know, not cut into pieces. I I wouldn't mind. I would like to see something like that, and then you can. Go ahead and, and then Shuri can actually have his series as his series. Does that make no. sense? Like have it mm-hmm. all of the rest of this is a feature film. Let it be what it is. Let us enjoy it in that way. And then have the series be the series. I mean, that would and be a good way of doing it. I don't very, think I agree often, with that. But. I agree with that completely. And I wouldn't mind seeing this. You know, they did the 50th. They did a mm-hmm. movie theater release of it. Yeah. Yep. I would not yep. mind seeing the 60th do the yeah. same thing. I wouldn't be surprised if they did that. Oh, I would love it. <laughs> And everything. So you know, hopefully we'll be able you know be able to still go to movie theaters in a year and a half, but that's okay. <laughs> you know, so that's a whole different story. Yeah. But it'll be very interesting to see, and I am loving all the Doctor Who news. It's it's like we keep on saying, it's getting me excited for the series. It's getting me excited for the new Doctor. Now the new companion, and seeing some familiar faces. And I love, you know, everyone was real excited about Tennant and Tate coming back. But for me, it was Wilf. It was Bernard. <laughs> Seeing that he was back, I was just like, oh, he should have been a full-time companion. I don't think he could have handled it even at that age. But, you know, because Bernard has to be in his early He's 90s. He's 93. Yep. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Bless him, you know. 
I think it's it's awesome. All the pictures I saw of him on set, they were wheeling him around. So I don't know if he is actually uh, not able to walk at this point, but or if they're just if that's his character or not. I don't know. Yeah, he actually that actor had to pull out of a of a series a couple of years ago due to health issues, and he has not acted since then. So mm. it's quite possible. Yeah, it could also be maybe part. In part, maybe why RTD is shooting this stuff now, even though it is early, mm-hmm. that maybe it's right. a, you know what, we need to, if we're going to get Will, he's good to go now because sometimes okay. time isn't the nicest thing. Right. And, I'll, and I'll just throw this out there because I just, it's the first it's the thought that hits my head. I just wish that other Doctor Who actors that were getting older would ah. be used before it's too late for them as well. Yes! Yes. <laughs> yes. Gee, I wonder who you're talking about. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, we are we are getting a host of uh, you know companions in uh, uh, coming up in the 100th, right? So the BBC 100. So that that is a good thing. Oh, very much so. And we don't know if we we don't know if we know all of them. That are going to appear in there, right? So, I mean, there could be some surprises, right? I hope we don't. I really want it to be a surprise. I want to sit there and go, oh, my God. No, you know, I didn't expect that. I want that surprise, that happiness, that joy factor. I don't want to know all of it. Yeah. I would trade them all for a good story, though. You know, but it's Chibnall I at was, this point. At this I was, point, I, I'm not, I was going to shut my mouth. I'm, I'm glad you said cameos. it, Mikey. I'm glad you said it. I mean, even, even an okay story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, why? Why he has to go out the way he came in, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> Step up to the plate. Yeah. You know, this is your chance to do a home run, sir. Come Look, on. Look, if he did a really amazing yeah. episode, then we'd, we'd constantly be going, where was this guy the entire time? Oh, that's bunt. okay. <laughs> do, do your Hail Mary. He did. He called catcher. it flux. Come on. <laughs> can, can, you, can you bunt in T-ball? Like, oh. He ran away. <laughs> oh. Uh, I'm sorry. That was uncalled for. <laughs> no, it's cricket over there. It's not baseball. Come on. That's right. So yeah, it's it's kind of fun that we're gonna speculate all the way through October, folks. You know that we're gonna be guessing who or how Jody's gonna regenerate, who's gonna show up for the episode, and you know, I would love to see you know Graham. so many. Just say it. We're going to get Graham. We are going to. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's, it's a, it's a given. It's a given, Mike. That's the real reason that we're looking forward to the 60th. I mean, oh, not the 60th, the 100th. The 100th. So. Can he keep all these anniversaries straight? 300, Mike. 300. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Remember that. <laughs> Anniverse, speaking of anniversaries, yeah, that's right. We're doing a 300th episode here, folks. But, yeah, it's pretty fun. Anything uh, fun to be commented over on the Facebook group? Uh, no, we've got some folks just uh, – looks like we've got some bleed over. Uh, Tom and Dave and, and folks are, are bleeding over in uh, ours and, and, and listening to what we're doing. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> we have Melanie to blame for that one. No. <laughs> but I, but I, I do sense that there are a lot of excitement and uh, maybe just a tad trepidation, trip, trepidation but um, more excitement than anything. Melanie's seeing other shows now. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Nisha's but, here, so you know I have to. Yeah, uh-huh, Nisha. Uh-huh. Uh. It's always wonderful to have representation from all other podcasts too. So you know, mm-hmm. Mike does a podcast. Mike does a podcast. Mm-hmm. Mary does, and you know, I do other ones. So you guys can do others too. So it's okay. It's, it's a very open it. relationship. It is. Uh, it's super interesting. Just as a side note. Part of my trip, uh, because Mike knows where I'm going, right? Mike yes. and Melanie won't know where I'm going. Oh, yes. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm about to go on a very big adventure, guys. I'm heading to Asia. I'm going to Seoul and traveling in Korea and Tokyo. So as part of my research, you guys you guys know the research I'm doing. And one of the things I'm, I'm actually going to be exploring is, um, because my research has actually been accepted and I'm actually presenting in Seoul, which I didn't tell Melanie yet. So I'm getting published in my research as being uh, presented in Seoul. So that's part of why I'm going in July. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I saw, I saw, I, I, you, you posted that in one of the other podcasts that we are not naming. Chats. Oh, we're not so naming I saw, I saw it, that. but actually since then I got the official approval. Oh, you got the official one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I am officially going to be a published fandom, one of the few fandom researchers in the world. But on top of that is a neuroscience research, which actually includes Dr. Who. So this final paper actually has a whole element about Dr. Who. <laughs> because why would it, I have Dr. Who in my family research? I don't know. Why would I have that in there? <laughs> so it's, uh, it's in there. So it's kind of cool. And one of the things I'm going to do is I'm looking at the sci-fi element while I'm there aside from the gaming element. Mm-hmm. And looking, um, hopefully, to see w- what it's doing in other day in the Asian diasporas, because we have a much, we have a lot larger, um, you know, um, acumen or a larger volume of of consumers of of sci-fi in Asia than I think we realize. So it's kind of like I want to really explore that as well as my other passions, which you also know I have, so <laughs> which is on the music side. So I would say which share awesome. some of that with Chibnall, but he's not going to care. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> I had to get wow. a stab at him too. Everyone else was doing it. Melly just hey. lobbed the hand grenade. <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah. Chib- Chibnall, Chibnall's watching this right now going, A2, Melanie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, uh, Mike, if I find out anything while I'm there, you'll be the first to find out. That's awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for your adventure. It's yes, pretty awesome. That is, uh, that is awesome. Yes. Wow. Congratulations on having your paper presented. That's, that's it's awesome. Very, very cool. Dude, I get to be a nerd. Yay! <laughs> yeah. oh, yes. Nisha, get to be? You've know, been right? a nerd. You know. <laughs> a scientific nerd. Wait, I'm not already. Yeah, exactly. You're already there. You know, you're just, you know, stating the obvious. Come on. It's pretty cool. But we are very, very excited for you and everything. Yay. That's very cool. But yeah, um, any other Doctor Who news? You know, we should get back to that, you know. Yeah. Let me open Facebook really quick and see what. I know. (laughs) I will say that one thing that I always love about at least 
all the circles that I've, you know, within speaking to, like within this group, within this group and other groups is everyone that's ever, I have never met somebody that, that hasn't liked a doctor specifically, but they've always shifted that to their writing where they don't feel that the doctor, if they, if it's a doctor that didn't gel with, it wasn't because of the actor. It's always been the writing. And for not with it, Chibnall, um, Moffat, because there's a lot of that kind of always going off. It was, you know, the cursing of the writer or Mm -hmm. actually the showrunner. So I I even think that no matter what Shuti does, I have a feeling that most Doctor Who fans are going to always going to the first thing they're going to do is go after Russell, which even though he's the golden child right now. And, you know, he's he's coming back to, to lead us out of the wilderness. Well, but if people, he doesn't, we're going to go after him and not shooting. People oh, yeah, always yeah. forget, though, that, you know, RTD gave us farting aliens. Yes, he he gave us, you know, he also gave us the absorb a lot. He also yeah. gave us, yeah. you know, Chloe Weber and, you know, you know, many, many more. So, you know, there's, you know, that hybrid Dalek thing or whatever it was, you know, there weren't, he's not perfect. You know, nobody no. is. There and, he has had a lot of uh, really good experience after Doctor Who. He has. I mean, he is at the at the top of his game. He is, and I'm looking forward to it. And I'm looking forward to if the new production values for the show too, with Sony money being poured into Bad Wolf and everything. It's going to be real interesting. Are we going to get better special effects? Are we going to get maybe more better production values? Are we going to get more higher paid guest stars maybe on the show and stuff? We've gotten some, even through the Chibnall era, we've gotten some decent, you know, guest stars Mm -hmm. on the shows and stuff. And I'm not saying anything bad about, but this is going up. This is, you know, pumping it up to one terabyte, basically, you know, they're going all the way out with all this money coming in. And are we going to finally get proper, you know, marketing? Are we going to get proper toys? Are we going to get proper, you know, you know, other marketing tools and the comics are already there, but even more so, you know, Mm -hmm. it's going to be great to see what kind of representation we're going to get other than just on TV. Are we, are we going to get back to what it was in the prior RTD era with spinoffs, Torchwood, Sarah Jane Adventures? You know, I mean, that that I'm looking forward to seeing too. Like yeah, more, he's kind more of stuff. That. So that's what I was actually tapping into. It wasn't just my trip. It's actually the fact that there's a, again a larger volume of Asian diasporic um, consumers than I think anyone gives credit to. Um, and it, it's amazing. There's you know throughout the Africa subcontinent throughout. India throughout all these these countries that we often don't see represented in the in the universe, it's they're still consuming, right? So you want to I, I want to be able to see a show that also kind of says, okay, let me see what I can do to also honor my fans who are some mm-hmm. who are somewhere else or who are looking for representation of themselves. And I'm always going to be the person to say that, right? So that's kind of, you know, I, I would like to see maybe we have that type of consumerism. I don't know. It doesn't have to. I'm just saying it would be cool to tap into other kind of, um, you know, other diasporas to see if we can get other actors from across the world coming in to be guests, you know, not well, 
Oh, very much so. We kind of saw that with, you know, Asian representation in the last Doctor Who special. And, you know, I'd like to see maybe more of that, though, or Indian or Australian or, you know, other you know, South American. We haven't gotten that, you know, or, Afri you know, uh, you know from Africa itself. You know? yeah. yeah, exactly. And so there's so much, you know, we could possibly get. And I'm hoping that we are going to get and the it's endless, folks. It is endless. And it's not. And I mean, I see what you're saying. The possibilities are endless, but let's not, let's, let's, you know, the, the idea of having a bigger budget, more money coming in means more corporate eyes on the product as well, uh, which could be a bad thing or a good thing. You know, if they let Russell do what Russell does, and as long as they're, the numbers are good and as long as uh, the money's coming in, they, they'll be happy. But if not, then, you know, this, this could be a, uh, Flame that that burns very brightly, but very shortly. Like yes. Torchwood season four. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> Me that lobbing. Oh my God. Yeah, the doctor at the at the very last scene will be laying on the floor. I think he's I think the doctor's dying, and all of a sudden he'll go up, <gasps> and then they'll end the show. <laughs> I mean, I'm a little more hopeful about that because RTD's got a lot of power right now because he's had a lot of success in the last few years and he's brought in a lot of money. So I'm hoping <laughs> that that translate into uh, not quite as many notes <laughs> from corporate, but you know, we shall see. Yeah. The, uh, you know, it's just that, you know, MCU Marvel hasn't just, like brought us everybody uh, multiverses throughout all bunch of other franchises as well, but it's also made everything a franchise. So now you've got spinoffs and franchises, multi shows of of Star Trek, of heck of uh, uh, what is that show that Yellowstone, right? Like of like everything, Bosch, like everything has to have like prequels and sequels and spinoffs and and other things too. So. It, you know, I think that's the appeal that Sony and HBO Max see in Doctor Who, and they, they are going to expect a lot of things from this franchise. Um, I don't know what the, you know, what the time limit is on all that, but I'm soon, I, I, I assume that it's going to be a very short leash, but I'm, I'm confident that, that this franchise is more than capable of sustaining all of that. Uh, I would like to see, we've all talked about different, uh, other shows, spinoff series we'd like to see from Doctor Who. So um, I hope that that does happen and and I have faith that that stuff can be successful. Just watch to see if Barrowman goes, gets black hair again and then we'll know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll we'll see how, uh, you know, whether or not he's approachable, you know? That'd be because very... that's the other thing too. It's like, I think they're going to stick away from, stay away from and you know, hiring people who are maybe controversial, controversial, controversial. right? Yeah. And and unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, Barrowman's got a tag on him. So mm. he, well, he created his own situation. I'm sorry, I'm not quite as forgiving as I think you guys are about Barrowman. Well, understandable, completely understandable. And you no, know, he he did some crappy stuff. And but he's known for his crappy stuff, so it wasn't surprising when you heard what he did. Yeah, but I don't think that excuses what he. No, did. it does. Oh, no. I, I never, I never said it excuses what he did. Not at all. 
but I, I wasn't I, surprised by it. But I also, for at least I think for me, in the case of Barrowman, he's apologized and he has not changed his apology since then. And, and at least he's changed his behaviors because of that. And he's I, I apologized that, now yes. when it came oh. up, apologized mm-hmm. then when it came up, apologized before when it had come up. So at least... And- Again, he, for me, he's got a timeline of already saying, no, I've already apologized and I will continue to apologize and do better, which for me, I can forgive a little bit better. Again, me, how I'm reading. I, and I, I'm on the same page with that. Yeah. And he also took responsibility for what he did, not like that's, some folks who point the fingers at others. And, right. That's and said, so, yeah, that's that's important to me as well. I mean, he's really owned it. And um, and, uh, you know, you know, I. I Behavior is behavior, but there's stuff that there's some behavior that's worse than others. And uh, there are certain members of the franchise that have behaved in worse, much worse ways that um, I don't feel that the door is is going to be open to them ever again. And I'm OK with that. No, agreed. 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 So it's going to be very interesting. I doubt they're going to give Barrowman his own series. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, no. It's absolutely not going to happen. I mean... <laughs> you know, so I don't know what that means if the, if Torchwood is dead, but you know, I mean, I well, hope that can Ru- bring Russell Torchwood T- back without him. I hope mm-hmm. Russell T does kind of figure out a way to get Torchwood back because I did like the concept, and you know, a lot of uh, there were a lot of po- potential and po- possibilities with that. And I'd like to see that continue to be explored. Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to be interesting too because if they do bring back Torchwood in some form or another, it's still going to have the shadow of Barrowman on t- on it the whole time you know when's he showing up is you know when's jack going to be there you know is he going to be in the season finale or is he going to you know be there you know somewhere or <laughs> no at no, the no, very sorry. end of tenants run when he was seeing everybody was martha and mickey where were they they're off fighting us yeah but what, what what group were they with Unit, I think it was. Unit? Yeah. Because I'm yeah. saying that, I'm not unit. saying that Mickey's coming back. Because no, that's not uh, that's happen. the one. Man. No, no, no. no. So I was like, which, which one was no, which, that? That was which, Unit. Which, oh, okay. The that horrible thing about that is that it was a different verse of multiverse of Unit, though. That makes it difficult to bring back Martha in any way, and that's that. I no, I, no, no, no. Divorce can be a thing, then. <laughs> yeah. Well, true, true. I love the concept of bringing back a merged or melded. Uh, philosophy of unit and torchwood. Let's just say that they found a way to bring them together. And you were able, yeah, you were able to bring back the companions like Martha, who would actually be the Martha badass boss of that entire thing. Sorry for my language, but it's the truth. <laughs> and then you bring <gasps> in companions that you'd like to see come back who would make sense for that type of thing. Because then you have some continuity as well in bringing back characters who who were awaited and we want to see. So I actually, if he's, if, if RTD is smart, I would actually consider doing that because that could be a successful, a more successful way to spin off. I could see that yes. happening more with a charitable earth and ACEs yes. organization. And I could I see that she has the money. You. She would look for other companions. And that's exactly what I would yeah. I could see that. Yeah. I totally see that happening. The book's amazing. The mm-hmm. entire concept is phenomenal. And then Ace is going to be back pretty soon, right? So I'm like, right. hmm, where are we going? Where are we going? So the budget for Squidget. If, if, if anybody's read the book. 
Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was its name, right? The little. I think yes. so. Yeah. Yeah. Squidget. It's been a while since I read that book, but it was so, phenomenal. If it's still in my head and I can remember scenes from a book, that is to tell you <laughs> how phenomenal it is. So you know, I I I I have hope. I hope. I've had. I've had a hope <laughs> that they are going to make that an actual real series because I adore it. Mm-hmm. And it would be awesome, you know, them reintroducing Ace in the 100th anniversary that, you know, maybe that's the clue to maybe, hey, this is the beginning of a spinoff, mm-hmm. you know, type thing. A, yeah, Tegan, I mean, a Tegan and Ace spinoff. Well, I mean, you had Sarah Jane's Adventures. Why not? Why not? Yeah. And it's so time loopy. So, hey, it's perfectly in line to do whatever. And they and they did redeem Perry with that uh, little webcast they did for one of the announcements of the season set. So I mean, Perry's wide open too. Sure, sure. No pun intended. I think uh, I th- whoa. I think we could. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mel Mel was on one of those too, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, and uh, with not as much success, but um, uh, the <laughs> you know what the idea of a you know big finish did it with Companion Chronicles, but the idea of having some sort of event thing happening on the earth and forcing a lot of companions to get back to get together and stop it without a doctor sounds like a fun adventure to me so um you know i would love to see something like that but i think that's what's so really really exciting about russell coming back and everything that's ahead of us is because the 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 atmosphere the the soil is right for these seeds to grow Mm -hmm. like and i don't think it's ever been better than now so um you know no pressure (laughs) <laughs> if you mess it up this time russell no pressure <laughs> so that's you know it's all on russell t davis's arms and back and wherever else but yes so it's gonna be very interesting what comes about this and earth station who will be here to of course report on the good the bad and the ugly so it'd be very interesting but you know what i think this is a good breaking point for us to wrap up for tonight. Any final thoughts on the board, Mikey? Uh, you know, we've got some folks uh, wondering about uh, Sony making changes. Uh, you know, um, I think um, as far as uh, Barrowman's fate, uh, Tom says they might have him just become the face of Bo, um, which I never liked that idea either. Um, and uh, Matt Sweatman is really into a show called Unit Wood. Um, <laughs> I thought it was a great idea. <laughs> so uh, that's better know. calling it Uniwood. <laughs> so. But uh, but again, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, excitement about the possibilities, uh, uh, folks on here too. So I'm I'm really happy about that. That is awesome, folks. Thank you guys, everybody, for participating and everything. We love you guys. We wouldn't be doing the show if anybody wasn't listening. We'd just be sitting around talking about Doctor Who, just the three of us, actually. So it'd be kind of fun, you know, just going, eh, what do you think? New Doctor? Yay? Nay? Yeah, okay. So it'd be kind of fun. But yeah, it's great to be able to talk with everybody, and it's great to be able to share this with you guys. And we'll continue doing Facebook Lives, you know. Every couple months and everything, we got a couple ideas coming up. So it should be very interesting to see. But let's thank our crew here on tonight. Nisha, it was wonderful to have you back. Mm-hmm. It was nice being back. I was like, God, I haven't been on for so long. I hope I can do it. <laughs> oh, we were very, very happy about it. Where can people find you if they want to find you online? 
So they can, oh, wow, there's a lot going on with this, but I, you can absolutely still find us on diversitygeek.org on the website, which is going to be launching brand new as of this month. And I have an entirely new show, which I will not reveal quite yet. It's going to be very different. Um, and it's part of what the strip is about. So you will be seeing me live from Korea and Tokyo. So you guys keep, keep in touch. Because you're going to be seeing some things live from there. Um, I'm pretty excited about that. And um, so, yeah, just keep up with the website. Keep up with the page a little bit. And um, I have a brand new wellness thing coming. And when it's ready, I shall let you know. <laughs> that is awesome. That is really awesome. And Melanie, always great. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you for always have, you know, having me. I'm always, always, always just intrinsically grateful for coming over here and talking Doctor Who with y'all and just it's, anything geek just in general. I know because we got some yeah. Star Wars stuff coming up and I yeah. think you might be interested in joining. What? No, as I look around at my Mandalorian helmet, my Boa Fett helmet, my crosshair <laughs> helmet. No. Oh my no. God, my Black Series has gone crazy. Yeah, yeah, I see. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> You're you're starting to catch up with me with my pop figure, so it's starting um, to uh, yes. someday. Someday, um, self uh, quick pitch time. I will be at MegaCon Orlando. Um, oh. So my booth is an artist alley. It's three sixty five. I will. F I feel like I'm going three sixty five right now, trying to prep and for my final stuff. But that's this weekend at or uh, in Orlando, uh, Orange County Convention Center. Um, Thursday through Sunday, I will be on six different panels, either with the traveling, the legend of the traveling TARDIS, or I will be doing a how to draw series. So find me there. You can find me on my Instagram at, at pieces of melee, where I'll also be doing live stories, stuff like that here, there and everywhere. So that is awesome. See you there. I, Yay. Totally, I totally forgot. We have a booth at Magicon. <laughs> yeah. my, my team is going to kill me because you know I'm in San Francisco and this is their first time handling one yet we have both 2174 people at Megacon okay. we're going to be there with Melanie so. awesome and Mike Faulkner I hear you're not going to be at Megacon I will not be at Megacon <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome want to promote yourself sir yeah absolutely you know years ago I started a little project called the timestamps project on my, my website creative criticality where i decided to go look at doctor who episode by episode week by week and chronicle that adventure i just recently published the day of the doctor i hit the 50th anniversary on on the blog and i was so excited about that uh so that is up now if people want to go look at it and it is a monster post um going forward i've got the the look at the five ish doctors reboot and the uh, adventures of space and time uh, to wrap up the 50th anniversary. And then I'll say goodbye to Matt Smith with uh, the time of the doctor and a quick wrap up of him. And then it's in the Capaldi era. Uh, yeah. So that, that continues to to flourish. You can find all that and more at creativecriticality.net. Awesome, man. And you're doing a great job, dude. It Thank is you. awesome. Thank you. Wow. So I guess by the time that uh, Russell really starts going, you'll be caught up. Yeah, actually, uh, if I <laughs> if I remain on target, it, and it's it's all a coincidence, but if I remain on target, I should have uh, caught up by the 60th anniversary. So, wow. yeah. I can't, I can't wait to hear what you're going to talk about flux. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Let's uh, let's not tell him it's all downhill from here. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> 
Wow. Okay. And let's thank our regulars. Mary Ogle, thank you so much. You've been such an integral part of the 300 episodes, and it's been awesome. You joined with episode 101, actually. Oh, I'm amazed it's been that long. It it doesn't feel like it because we have so much fun talking about Doctor Who all the time. I'm so happy that you guys asked me to be on. Oh, it, it was it was almost like something natural, you know. When Phantom announced that he was leaving, Mike and I turned to each other and said, "Who do we want to replace Phantom?" And we both said, like almost at the same time, Mary. And it Aww. was just like, and it's been the be- one of the best decisions I've ever made with podcasting and everything. Same here. I've just I've really loved talking to you guys. It's been fantastic, and you've become a really good friend and a fantastic co-host. And you know what? And I don't know if we've made the announcement officially, so we'll make the announcement here. Mary is now officially the she, you want to call it the media director. Your representative, media director, media. media you're, you are officially media the media, media. You're the director of media for ESO Network. Media person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Congratulations. Congratulations, Mary. That's a lot of work. <laughs> so it's pretty awesome, you know. So I'm doubling her pay right the here on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> That's Very the most exciting part. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Remember, anything times zero is still zero. Just remember that. <laughs> exactly. So, but it, it, it's all the jubilation of being part of the ESO network. So it's pretty awesome, and we we love you, Mary. It's awesome. I love you guys too. And Mr. Mike Gordon, who has been with us since the first episode. First episode. Yeah. Wow. Before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for Earth Station Who with the, since the first episode. Yeah. And, you know, with, gosh, we're coming up on your 12th anniversary with uh, ESO Network or Earth Station One. So coming up in probably about two months. So. Wow. I guess now that is the time to announce that I've been demoted to janitor of the <laughs> Earth Station One <laughs> network. Well, you know, JD decided to take the you know do his own podcast, so you know he's no longer part of you know stuck in the airlock. So we need somebody to clean up after it. Oh, exactly, exactly. So, so, so pick up your own, pick up after yourselves, will you? Before you leave, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm saying a new podcast here: Earth Station Mop Bucket. <laughs> wow <laughs> well i know two yellow puppets that are looking for work so i can yeah. <laughs> i think that you know bob and carl might be uh you know looking for a new podcast to be part of so yeah i, I I'm, I'm under them so that's kind of sad but you've been great to work with mikey it's all been awesome it has been great um and uh yeah, I, I've always said about Earth Station One and all the podcasts that we do that, you know, if it ever got to feel like work, I would not do it anymore because I really don't like doing work at all. So, um, so that's the been it's been a joy to uh, be part of this. Um, and uh, at the time uh, when we joined, I mean, I knew a very little about Doctor Who. I had known a little bit, but not I had never done. Uh, a lot of these episodes that we've reviewed a classic uh, I've watched for the first time. And so it's been a great way to be introduced to all of that uh, part of the franchise. And uh, I'm really proud of all the work we've done. 
Um, and, uh, I'm really, really thankful that, uh, you know, you, uh, accepted that email from me that first time for station one and, and led us on this journey. And, and, and must I, might I say like, you know, on behalf of all of us as well, thank you, sir, for which none of this would be possible without you, man. Um, you do most of the heavy lifting for not just this show, but all our shows. And, uh, it's as much appreciated. I've got broad shoulders. I can handle it, but I appreciate you more than I appreciate all you guys more than you could ever imagine. And oh, there are hearts flying all over the <laughs> Facebook group. Uh, oh God, it's becoming a love fest. I got to change this oh, up my God. real quick. Oh God, come on, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. It's good to have some love in the air nowadays with all the hearts crap, and hugs with all the crap oh, yeah. that's been going on. It. Oh, there's a few angry ones too. I don't know what's. Go- I don't know what the problem is. But. Oh, I'm talking. Probably that's what it's about. <laughs> It's not us, it's you. It's me. It's me. But yeah, um, it's been fun. Doctor Who has been a passion of mine since I've been 10 years old. And that's going on a long time, folks. And, you know, if I hadn't uh, found the talents of Wei Chiang, I probably wouldn't be doing this because I wouldn't have known about Doctor Who for quite some time until. And it's amazing, you know, thinking that in high school and junior high and such that I was the only person in the world who knew who Dr. Who was because nobody talked about it. Nobody knew about it or anything. And knowing how many of us were out there back then even was pretty amazing to think about. And I loved it, you know, watching 30 minute episodes at 11 PM on PBS in Washington, DC and, you know, being caught with the cliffhangers oh crap i gotta wait till the next day to find out what happens and then every time they got to logopolis and they restarted at robot again <laughs> it's like i wanted to see what peter davison was like as the doctor come on so but no they didn't do that till pledge drive so yeah but it was always always the fun of it but you know what folks i am so grateful for every one of you and knowing that i've actually because of this podcast, I've talked to doctors. I've talked to companions. I've talked to people who've worked on the show. I've talked to people who work on Big Finish. I've talked to, you know, production people. It's been amazing. And I never once thought that was going to ever happen. And you know what? I think it's pretty cool to be able to experience that with everybody. And we're not going away anytime soon. You know, Trial of a Time Lord is way, way off for us, you know, and I don't foresee us doing that for quite some time. And we're going to be back again next week. We're going to be talking our next episode. We're going to the 11th Doctor era, and we are looking at Curse of the Black Spot. And it's going to be, you know, anytime we get to see, you know, Lord Grantham from Downton Abbey on Doctor Who. It was pretty awesome as a pirate of all things. Mm-hmm. And we got to see Amy Pond in pirate outfits. So that was pretty awesome too. But yeah, you know, we'll talk all about that and it should be a lot of interesting talk. We got, you know, so much stuff. We've already started planning what we're going to be talking about at Dragon Con. We've already started planning what we're going to be doing for, you know, going forward past the hundredth anniversary. You know, we're trying to figure out, you know, 
as many Doctor Who podcasts are do, scrambling right now and going, what the hell are we going to talk about other than Doctor Who? But, you know, because there's, you know, are we going to start talking about the comics? Are we going to start talking about the books? You know, are we going to, we're trying to, you know, have live episodes like this where we have different discussions. Nisha and I have actually talked about a few ideas about some stuff and that we're going to be bringing you probably in the fall when she gets back from Asia. So we got some great, great stuff coming folks. So please stick with us and, you know, folks on Facebook, thank you for joining us tonight. We really appreciate you folks at home. We really, really appreciate you guys. You know, our subscription numbers are going up all the time. Hell, I just got a notice from our hosting. You have so many downloads, you have to upgrade your service. So, you know, <laughs> so it's like, wow, I guess, you know, that's, that's what I get for paying. Okay. That's what I get pay for paying for the cheap plan. You know, it's okay. You <laughs> know, more, when we get our 10 downloads, you know, we, we're upgrading, you know, so it's pretty cool. So, mm -hmm. folks. Thank you guys for listening to Earth Station Who. We will see you guys soon on behalf of all of us here. Thank you for celebrating 300 with us. And we'll see you guys real soon. On to 301. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. And we are done. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of the Earth Station Who podcast. It's going to be a podcast dedicated to all things Doctor Who in fandom, TV shows, and the culture around it. Um, you might have recognized me. My name is Mike Faber. I'm the host of the Earth Station One podcast, and we thought it'd be great to spin off our show into a little bit of our love, Doctor Who. Um, we have, you know, people who have appeared on our show in the past who will be popping up as guests on the show, and we also, you know, have our co-hosts who will be also with us, and we'll have guests other times who will be, you know throughout the show and such should be kind of interesting to see where the show goes and everything. So this is all virgin territory with us. So let's um, go ahead and let's introduce my co-host for tonight. Let's say hi to Mike Gordon. Howdy. Welcome, sir, to Earth Station Who. Oh, wow. This is a different, it's a smaller station, uh, but it's um, still pretty cool. It looks actually, I, I, it, you know, I noticed on the outside it's all blue, so that was kind of cool. So. That's, dude, it's the same station. I just changed the light bulbs. <laughs> I see. Oh, I get you. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's it's, that stain. It's just bigger on the inside. Exactly. <laughs> now there's, you're getting it. There's, there's that stain that JD left. I see it. Okay. Yeah, right. exactly. So. Um, but no, this is uh, really exciting. I'm, uh, I know that, uh, you know, I love Dr. Who and I know you're, it's, you know, your favorite series ever. So, uh, plenty to talk about. And, uh, the, the times that we have talked about Dr. Who on our station one have been fantastic. We've had some great guests, which like you said, we will definitely be talking to again, as well as new people that we haven't talked to before. So. Oh, sure. We're going to try to get, you know, writers of the books of the comic books, um, we're going to try to get some actors and such. So we'll be having all these different, you know, like I started saying, writers and also hopefully maybe even get some actors or some artists and, you know, different, you know, people who are involved in the Doctor Who community. This is just not going to be reviews of the episodes and such. We're going to go dive into everything that deals with Doctor Who. So it should be kind of cool. We also wanted to introduce you to our newest co-host of the show. Um, we want to introduce Dave. Hello, Dave. You uh, want to say hi to the fans out there? Uh, hello, fans out there. I've uh, been a fan of Doctor Who since I was a wee boy. Uh, love the classic series, love the new series, and love to talk about it as much as I can. 
cool. We're actually going to be talking about our, everyone's history with Doctor Who in a few minutes and everything. Cool. So it'd be kind of cool. We also have a couple guests with us tonight. Uh, first off, you know, Bobby Nash is here with us to welcome <laughs> us into the Earth Station One uh, genre, and we're going to be going for, for becoming Earth Station Who. Yes, kind of, kind of felt it would be cool to be here to kind of help help see you guys on your way. Exactly, he and even has the bottle of champagne to throw at us. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's, it's yes, you know. Hopefully, hopefully the glass won't break until I. You know. <laughs> but um, yes, yeah, so no, I'm happy to be here, and hopefully, we'll pop in from time to time to join you guys. That would be very nice, sir. I would really, you know, it's nice to have a little bit of the Earth Station One feel with Earth Station Who. And we'll have probably Dan stopping by, who's our co-host also on Earth Station One. Possibly Judy and William also will be, you know, poking their heads into the station, too. Um, we also have a friend of the show. Uh, Rebecca is also here to help sit in and welcome Earth Station Who off the ground. Hi, thanks for having me. I, I am always uh, willing and able to talk about Doctor Who. Um, I'm sure much to the annoyance of my friends. So uh, it's nice to actually be invited to come and talk about Doctor Who. <laughs> what your friends don't like when you walk up to them and go, spoilers, darling, spoilers. That's right. They just give you that little like look going, oh, my God. Well, most of my friends get it, but, you know, you know the other ones are just like, oh, enough already. <laughs> <laughs> I do understand that. You know, everyone's like, enough with that blue police box thing. Come on. <laughs> Talk about something else. But Doctor Who is everything, you know, to, at least to me. We're going to be, you know talking about different like i said we're in each episode we're going to be reviewing one episode from you know one storyline from the series and such and we thought it'd be really cool to start with the very first episode for our first episode seems appropriate and from there we'll be going off and talking about the regeneration stories and such like so we'll be going in from here we'll be going to talk about the 10th planet in our next episode and, you know, that's going to be interesting because no one could see it. So <laughs> since that's one of the lost episodes of Doctor Who. So it'd be there's like footage here and there that it's, you know, pretty spotty. But like the actual regeneration stuff episode has actually been lost to time. So they haven't recovered it yet. Well, that means no one can argue with you and say you got it wrong. Exactly. <laughs> that's right. But there is like the target novelization, which I read and. You know, hopefully maybe we'll get an expert or something. And speaking of that, if you ever do want to sit up with us, you know, up here on Earth Station Who, our email address is eswpodcast at gmail.com. And, you know, write us, tell us if we're doing a good job. We'd really, really like hearing that, of course. And, of course, we have a feedback line here. It's the same feedback line as on Earth Station One, which is 404-963-9057. Um, you know, call us 24 seven, we have a recording and, you know, say, Hey, your first episode was great. The first episode was, mm -hmm. and you know, it'll be kind of cool just to hear about it. So let's go around now. This is usually the portion where we're going to have Dr. Who news and such, but I thought it'd be a cool way for new listeners to learn a little bit about us and such. Um, let's go around and let's find out what is everyone's history with Dr. Who? Like who was your first doctor? And why you fell in love with the show and such. Let's start with. Um, you have been listening to Earth Station Who, a bi weekly pop culture podcast dedicated to all things Doctor Who, featuring talents from across the universe. 
All topics on the show are the sole opinions of the individual and are used for entertainment value alone. You subscribe to our podcast up on iTunes, Stitcher, or follow our blog at www.esopodcast.com. You can also follow us up on Facebook, Twitter, or Google+. If you enjoyed the show, please leave feedback up on iTunes. We have 30 seconds to describe Thunder Talk. We got big interviews. Super red music. What proud members of the ESO network. Yeah, they're probably going to fire us. I wouldn't blame them. We've got jokes. Adult jokes. And nerd junk. Woke nerd junk. All the woke nerd junk. Find Thunder Talk on the internet. And the ESO network. Ta-da! <laughs> This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.